All right, hit that record button, and we are live. All right, dude, let's do this. Don't be dropping your phone. All right, coming in hot, but that's how we like it, because we are getting a little hot out here on the porch, getting ready for episode 205. We're going to be trying to look into our crystal ball today to see what we can find. I'm sure Jared has some good ideas and solutions for us like always and uh hope you're ready hello and welcome to the untranslatable podcast we are here relaxing and recording episode 205 and today we will be talking about uh, higher education or college uh, hopefully after covid and how covid will be changing some of the practices policies and uh, overall state of education so We're going to discuss it a little bit today, and uh, we're curious to hear what you think later. But first, before we get to that, my partner in crime, my good buddy Jared, what's going on, Jared? Hey, Chad. You know, I was just thinking, why are we sitting on this side? I feel like we should get some of the view. I mean, I'm not going to try to move us now, but I just came to mind. Uh, Coming back at you from the outdoor setup, and I stand by this setup forever. This is the greatest thing ever. Uh, It's what, 80, probably 80 plus degrees outside? Um, partly cloudy. Think about 28, 29 degrees for our Celsius fans out there. Sure, yeah. And uh, this is great. Uh, f- to see some of these pics, to see what it looks like in our uh, outdoor studio, hit us up on, on, on Untranslatable Podcast on Instagram. Spread a little love. Yeah, the system's a little jankier. No, there's no video because I forgot my camera. But at least we're outside. That's all that really matters. Yep. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. Spread a little love. You can email us on translatablepodcast at gmail.com. We are on YouTube usually. I just, as I said, forgot my camera. And then also, we would very much appreciate uh, five-star reviews, please. That would be on iTunes and Stitcher. That would be great. That would be great. That is right. Chad, you finished, uh, we finished last episode, and you told me about uh, some sad news. Mm-hmm. You're no longer, you're, you're officially not going to Russia. That is correct. Yep. So, so that's why we. That's part of the reason why we've had a lot of all these Russian words of the pod. You know, mm-hmm. you're trying to prepare a little bit. Correct. Uh, some of the songs and stuff. So is it is it safe to say that we're retiring? I mean, not the Russian songs, obviously, but the definitely for, not the Russian songs. But for now, at least no. the uh, the Russian words of the pod. Um, not necessarily. I'm still hoping to pick up some Russian as as we go. And I think the Russian's going to help me hopefully remember some of my check as well. Ah, okay. okay, I've been trying to read people's check on Facebook and Instagram and stuff on the captions, Mm -hmm. get a little practice here and there. Yeah, I mean, I still have my phone in German. That's smart. Really no reason, though. Right. It's kind of cool, though. But the thing about it is, is now, like, phone, phone usage... Is so like a uh, so much muscle memory more than right. anything. You don't have to know the language the, like, as much. When a notification comes up, I, I like I know what it's saying really even without it, uh, <laughs> you know, without right. having to know each word of it. And I was like, I know what yes means. So yeah, it's it's uh. So are we? Do you want to do you want to tell us where our next uh, journey may take us? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, yeah to hopefully too. All of our too, listeners out there, please. Uh, good vibes, prayers, fingers crossed. Uh, I am hoping to go to Shanghai. Ideally, when the school semester starts up again in August, um, I'm not. I'm hoping I can get there on time. I really do, um, but everything is going to be taking longer right now due to the pandemic. Obviously, um, borders still aren't 100% open. They aren't processing visas right now in most countries around the world because they're trying to limit travel, which I also understand. Um, but the goal is to hopefully get to Shanghai by August or sometime in the fall. Okay. Well, uh, what do you know? That by the way, congratulations. Thank you, sir. Shanghai, from what I hear, <clears throat> is a cool place. Amazing city. What do you What do you know? Have you been there before? Yes. Okay. What do you yeah. What do you know about it? What do you look forward to about it? Uh, well, I don't really know anything about cl- it. Climate wise, it's going to be a little different than what I'm used to because it's a lot warmer. Okay. Um, it's further south in China. Okay. Um, a lot of beautiful architecture, super crazy high skyscraper, yes. super modern, mm-hmm. um, amazing restaurants. It's a little bit more expensive in Shanghai, though. Is it more international? I would say so. Well, yeah. sure. I mean, I guess it definitely is, but I mean, uh, like food wise and stuff. Yeah. I mean, we when I was there, uh, when was I there? In the end of December, uh, we went, I forget the name of the place now, but it was like this super cool. At first, I thought it was like this underground mall. 
like a strip mm, mall. Yeah. But it was actually all bars and restaurants. Oh, wow. So you go downstairs and then there's there was like a really good German brewery uh, that had German oh, nice. stuff and some Chinese stuff too. Um, and it was absolutely delicious. They had like pretzels and sausages and all sorts of good stuff. Um, and then they had a, a Mexican place that was pretty busy. Uh, we didn't go in there, but it looked great. Hmm. They, they had two sports I bars. Like, I feel like I've never been to a place outside of the U.S. Granted, I've never been to Mexico. I've never been to a place outside of the U.S. that does Mexican food well. Mm. Like, I've been to places in Germany that are sad imitations of what Mexicans might eat. I, I will say this, though. I do think there are a couple places in Prague that aren't okay. too bad. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't. I mean, it's not authentic Mexican food. Sure. And I think I think there's a lot of places in the states you can get really good Mexican food. Yeah. I would argue. I mean, I think it's pretty tasty. Yeah. I, I mean, I, at least. I mean, I'm not an expert either, but from what I've experienced, um, I mean, and, and we haven't even met. I mean, I, ha- I like. I haven't even really spent much much time in like the you know Mexican food hubs. Right. You know, like Texas and and um. Oh, I'm sure it's out of the world the, there. And yeah. All that stuff. Right. Um. So. Congratulations. So, but now you're just back in the same situation, though, that you were in waiting for your Russian situation. Correct. So, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm hoping this is my, this is my main priority, hopefully, as a job, mm-hmm. uh, other than the untranslatable podcast, of course. Yes, of course. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm hoping that it will happen. And if, if I can't get there by August, I'm hoping that the school will work with me. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll see. I'm not, I'm not sure. You know, right now it's so unprecedented. It's really hard to say. I don't know if this is a, a, a bad way to think about it, but right now, because it's so unprecedented, I don't really have any set expectations. Like, I want to get to Shanghai yeah. by end of August if I can. I mean, it seems kind of foolish to get your hopes up really too much at this point. Right, because there's so much outside of my control. Right. I have no control if there are flights there. I have no control if the visa office is open yet. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all out of my control. Yeah. It does occasionally, you know, it, it's are the bo- a little stressful. Uh, yeah. So currently, Liz, right now... Mm-hmm. Is it, are the borders not even open to go to China? Is it even possible to go th- to China? I think there are flights coming in right now for Chinese citizens. Okay. Which so you have I, to have a, which, like a... Which I will say, I don't think that's necessarily an unfair thing to do. Sure. Like some yeah, people have really been criticizing them, but I think, uh, you know, right now, why not get some of your people of your country back and then, you know, we can start letting more people I feel back. like people that are criticizing it are just scared and not really thinking. Could be. It's like if these families are separated and, yeah. Uh, okay. I mean. So, we'll yeah, spr- we'll, we'll see. Um, but it, it if it happens, I think it will be an amazing adventure. Yeah. We'll have a lot to talk about here on the Untranslatable Podcast. That's for sure. Would you be teaching the same thing? Like No, the- I'll be teaching high school. High school English. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, is it just like you're just like teaching the... Is, is there like different levels advanced or is it yeah. just like generic high school? I would say it's, I mean, it's high school level English at a oh, okay. high school in China. Yeah. Uh, and they have a partnership be a with UCLA. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I've got to be physically on campus 40 hours a week. Uh, so that would be oh, a change. Yeah. And Jinan, it was, I was probably on campus physically. I worked a lot, but I was probably only on campus 25 hours a week. Right. I did the rest of it at my apartment, but I was also within walking distance to my apartment. Whereas here, I'm probably gonna have to take a shuttle. Because um, mo- what do you mean a shuttle? In, it's in the suburbs. A bus, a shuttle bus uh, to okay. get to school. But like a why do you call it a shuttle? Because the school provides it. Okay, it's not okay. It's not like a public yeah, bus. It's for all the uh, teachers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's for all the teachers. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's kind of cool that they do that. Yeah, it is. It's really nice. It's a it's a fantastic school. Um, so I'm, okay, I'm not cool. gonna name drop them so, yet. Just no, sure, know, that's yeah. fine. I, I mean, no one knows it anyway. Right. Um, does that mean you? So you're no longer gonna be giving speeches? I don't know. I think I might somehow try to see if I can still be involved with uh, you know English language programs at the embassy or consulates or stuff like that. If I can, you know, why not? Yeah, um, sure. I'd be happy to help. Uh, I had a sure. lot of fun. We did a lot of great events while I was there during those six months. I mean, that's why that's why I'm looking forward to going back. Um, it's been a crazy experience, Jared, going from being in China, being out of China, back in America. It's it's yeah. It's what's weird? What's what's the what's the thought process behind going back to the very place that you lost your job due to a pandemic a few months ago? Right. I think I think the key thing is. Um, now where China is at, I think they're doing a good job to handle the situation. Um, I, I actually think that um, they they know enough about the virus and have 
dealt with it long enough, longer than we have. Yeah. Um, that, you know, they have health checks on their phones. I mean, I know this sounds very kind of 1984-ish. Yeah, we were but, talking about that before. Right. But, you know, they have a, a health code. But you know what? I mean, if that's the law of the country, you have to abide by it, you know? And I'm not, I'm not really incredibly against it. If we know everyone's healthy. Um, sure. You know, and, and, you know, if you want to stay home, then don't, you know, don't use the health <laughs> check. But if you want to go places with other people, I think it's smart for contact tracing. And so we don't have second, third waves of this, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's, look how many people have already died, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to Mon- Mongolia. Right. Yeah. No deaths. Right. Um, so, so yeah. Um, but it will be interesting teaching high school. Uh, I mean, I taught high school in the Czech Republic, so I'm right. I'm comfortable with it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm also hoping to get involved in other ways, like do some after school programs and stuff. Do they do a lot of after school programs there? I think they offer some clubs and different things. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know they're like a, a lot of the, your students have a, like a lot of activities going on. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Um, like where they draw the line between like, like oh this is just like a hangout, but you're not actually learning versus oh this is a good like s- sort of English learning situation for you you know. I think a lot of them view it as a good learning opportunity. Okay, so, really so they're do. okay, yeah. so they see just like the fact that immersion alone is really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I will say this though. Um, I allowed my students in Jinan to speak Chinese with each other, speak Mandarin, um, just because. Oh, right. I was teaching a methodology course, not a speaking course. With the speaking course, um, I allowed them to explain words to each other in Chinese, but for the most part, they did a good job speaking only in English. Okay. Um, so, but it'll be interesting to see with these high school kids uh, because I've seen some high school level kids in China who have impeccable English and others that you know are, are beginners. Yeah. So it's you know, and, and how is they it, bridge that gap, it will be interesting to see. Is it a big school? It's pre- it's pretty large, and they have a they have a like a program with UCLA and they do AP classes and, and, and college prep classes oh, wow. as well. Wow. So this is kind of a, this is a good school. It's legit. Oh yeah. I mean, you should, I'll show you pictures of the campus when we're done. Okay. It's okay. gorgeous. Oh it's really? Gor- oh yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Is this, so is, is it's a public school? So that's, I guess it's, every school is a public school. Well, it's school. a public school, but I think it has funding from UCLA in some ways, or I'm not really sure how the funding works. Okay. Okay. Um, but, but I know that, and I think it's like semi-private. I'm not sure. I don't think it's free to go there. Mm, okay. Because it's, I think it's also a boarding school. I'm pretty sure they have, oh, like, wow. students can live there. This sounds like the Cranbrook of Shanghai. Could be. <laughs> Do you know that school? Oh, I know. Of course oh, okay. I know Cranbrook. <laughs> I grew up in Michigan, Jerry. I know, I know but you're kind of <laughs> out in the boonies. I don't know. <laughs> we are out in the boonies. I actually, like I, we, we were driving around and I showed my partner. I was like, you want to see something crazy? And I and we drove through Cranbrook's campus, except a lot of the school areas were closed because of the virus, right. so you couldn't really see a lot of it. But just showing her some of the back roads and houses back there. Oh yeah, for sure, it's crazy. But yeah, I'm I'm excited, you know, for the opportunity to gain some more teaching experience in other fields, you know, related fields, but a little a little different. Um, I think it'll be a good how, experience. Well, how, how long is the assignment? Is it a year? It's a a year, year contract. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. So start in August, end in July. So if you do something like that, is mm-hmm. it easier to stay there for a longer period of time yeah. if you wanted to? I think so. Yeah, I think if if you like the school and the school likes you. Oh, I you can just keep not. going. Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So theoretically, if you wanted to, this could be your path to never coming back home. Because like when I, you're in I the would, check- I wouldn't say that, but it could be. Okay, okay. You know, I sometimes I always, you know, I always like to think that you're like not coming back. You really think I'll never come back to America, huh? Kind of, yeah. Okay. But right. I can't. Maybe I or maybe I just. I, I, maybe I would, I'm I would like. To, I would like to be I think able I'm to projecting. be in, in different places. I'd like to be sure, able to come sure. back here for a little go while. Go to other places. Yeah, go to other places. Europe. Yeah. Asia. Yeah. That's true, but you can't keep coming back here. Sure. No, I mean, if you have summer break, I'm, save some money. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Your I'll parents are having you. <laughs> but and and well and also the long. I don't. I have to look at the contract again. But I, also they have the long Chinese New Year holiday oh yeah mm-hmm. which is a couple weeks mm-hmm. um but honestly a couple weeks to fly from china to u.s i don't think is really worth it that's such a long yeah. flight uh it'll take you so long to readjust to the time change that by the time you're adjusted you already got to fly back yeah no and it's not yeah worth it i'm with you once you're there just just be there you know right do you want to um do you want to uh spread a little love i do get yeah the speaker closer to me. i do i have a couple spread shout outs today love. there we go my first one goes out 
to a uh, a nine. Shit. You okay? Did you get stung? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, it's hot. Uh, yeah. This uh, this armrest has been baking grab, in the sun. Do you want to grab another chair? No, no, it's fine. Right, it's don't, fine. Be careful. Don't burn yourself. It at least we're sitting outside in the sun, and these metal chairs can definitely get hot. Yeah, uh, that's for sure. Anyways, my first shout out goes out to uh, a nine-year-old uh, Kenyan boy named Stephen Wamukota who has developed a hand-washing machine uh, to help curb the spread of coronavirus, uh, and he has received the Presidential Award in Kenya. Wow. Uh-huh. How old is he? Uh, nine years old, Jared. Jeez. Nine years old. Developed this. So, so Jared's probably wondering, how is this machine made? That's a great question, Jared. I'm so <laughs> glad you asked. Uh, so he bought some wood, nine pieces of wood, and made like a window frame. Um, wait. Oh, no, never mind. Okay, I'm trying to... Sorry, this was the dad talking about it. So his, apparently his dad actually repairs electronic goods for a living. Uh, and his son has always been keen to learn his trade and tinker with stuff. So mm. it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, but, oh, bummer. It doesn't actually really say how it was made other than, like, they put some pieces of wood together. They have a couple pieces of wood together on a tree. They have a bucket, and then they have, like, a... Looks like a soap dispenser type of thing. Okay. And I think you you step on a pump with your foot, and then it it, it will tilt the bucket and dispense the uh, soap, so it's hands free. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I mean, think about Could, it. some of these countries. Well, so, that's big. They don't so, have any. But it's like reusable, so you can do it one time, and then, and then when you're done, it'll fling back up. I th- I think so. I think you have to probably refill it. I okay. Know. I mean, you can. The picture's a little hard to see, but. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's clever. Okay, I get it. Yeah, pretty cool, though. Yeah. And to receive a presidential award at nine, I mean, it's yeah, amazing. that's a big deal. Um, so we're s- sending lots of love your way. Stephen Wamukota, that's just awesome. Yeah. Really, really great. Uh, okay, I'm trying to think. I thought I had one more. Um, I thought I had one more. Maybe not. I guess not. All right, let's move on. I think you know what time it is, Jared. Time for those untranslatables. Yes, sir. Get us started today, Jared. Okay. <clears throat> okay, I'm, I'm chilling and relaxing, and my computer's like 14 feet away from me. You want me to get, get no, us started? I got it. I got, you got, it, it? I got it. Okay. Um, uh, my first one is Brazilian Portuguese, and it is uh, Chupa Essa Manga. You could probably guess what that means. Eat my, eat my mango. Suck, uh, suck this mango. Suck this mango. And that means like f off, screw you. Not really, no, no. Uh, we, but it, it is. It's more of a. It's not as aggressive as that. But it is. Get lost. It is aggressive. It is aggressive, but it's okay. not as aggressive. No, it's like um, it's like a, it's like a. Hey, let's uh, mm. I would maybe more classified as a booyah. Oh, you know, maybe the mover you oh, do that. Oh, suck my mango! Yeah, yeah, okay. That, uh, that yeah, because it, it means in your face. Right. Okay. So uh, that's what I would picture. I would right. picture more of a booyah or like that's fair. or like maybe it's like oh like for example, there was this uh, a couple of years ago. There was this guy in his forties and he was drunk in Canada and his friends bet him that he couldn't swim to uh, across the river. Yeah, across the river. <laughs> yeah, that's such. And a not crazy only did he story. swim uh, drunkenly swim across the river, but he didn't get caught. By the way, this is from Canada to Michigan. Yep. Not he didn't get caught until the halfway on the way back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little late by then. At that and point, it literally say. was just a drunken dare. And so they're like, "Oh, you can't swim to Detroit, eh?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, eh? Suck this mango." And he just jumped into the water. Right. <laughs> well, Jared, it's interesting. You have a Portuguese one because I also have a Brazilian Portuguese one. Actually, I have two of them today. My first one is uh, Casa. De my Joana, which means what? Say that again. Casa da my Joana. Oh, at, th- at first it sounded like a uh, house of marijuana. No, <laughs> house of uh, Mother Jones' house. Oh, okay. Mother okay. Jones' house. Mother Jones' house. Mother Jones. Who's Mother Jones? So let me let me. So maybe when you were a kid, Jared, you had that friend. Maybe not. I don't know. I think you surround yourself with pretty good people. But maybe mm. maybe you had a questionable friend or two when you were a kid. You went over to their house. And, you know, their their mom wasn't really paying attention. And, oh, yeah. And, you know, the house was a little messy. You could eat some really tasty food, but really 
terribly unhealthy. Oh yeah. You know, uh you, so oh, so it's like the um it's like the house of gluttony almost where it's like or, where you go to Yeah, or house with no rules. House with no rules. Yeah. You just do whatever you want. I'm trying to think. I don't really have one of those. I had one in high school. Okay. Um, and my parents did not like him. Probably oh, really? rightfully so, let's be honest. Okay. But yeah, there's definitely like those houses where you can just go to and you can, it's, it, yeah. I, I never understood those, uh, like those, I never had that high school situation though. I think a lot of Americans have where it's like, this is the house whose parents let us drink. Right. That, I've, I've never, I've never been, I've never seen that before. Yeah, we, I'm trying to think. We, we didn't really either, but I There's no way Dexter didn't have those houses. I mean, though. they did, but I didn't really <laughs> hang out with those people in high school. I hung out with like my friends who I played tennis with couple music guys and that's pretty much it yeah yeah i had a ragtag group of weirdos yeah. myself yeah me too um you know, my next one fun. is uh greenland again okay it's, uh, much like last episode uh greenlandic mm-hmm. is what we're gonna go with yep and it's uh i i i i i i i Agajagui. Which means? Stomachs. Stomachs. Huh. Uh, so, like, that was great. That was delicious. No, okay. Yes, yes. No, 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 no. No. Um, well, anything I could say. Think about... Um, so, like, cool, awesome, no, badass. It's more of a, uh, like, you, people say it together. Let's let me help. Let's go. No, no, people say it together. People say it when they're celebrating. People say it usually. Cheers. There you go. Oh, really? Cheers. All right. Ooh. All they right. They say stomachs. I imagine because you know it goes down the stomach. That's true. Down down the old hatch. The yeah. Old down the old hatch. My next one is also Brazilian Portuguese, and I won't be able to pronounce this right. So to all of our Brazilian listeners, I apologize. Please tell me how I can pronounce this right. Here we go. Pau pau, kelo kelo. I don't know. Bread, bread, cheese, cheese. Bread, bread, cheese, cheese. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's like you go together like uh, like two peas in a pod, bread, bread, cheese, cheese. Like peanut butter and jelly, but no, it's not what it means. Two things that are, hmm, like it's simple. Something simple. Mm, let me Let me try to... Let me try easy to as one, it. two, three, A, B, C. Easy as one, two, three. No, no, I mean, it's... It's like, uh, I don't really know how to explain this one. It means it is what it is. Oh, it is I gotcha. Bread, bread is bread, bread. Cheese is cheese, I guess. Bread is bread, cheese is cheese. Yeah, yeah. everything is, is that. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have one more, too. It's also Brazilian Portuguese. Nice. We had the same idea there. Mm-hmm. Uh, although you did not think Greenlandic. I didn't. <laughs> Except um, I'm going to do all the cold lands now, too. Watch it, Jared. I'm coming lands. for it. Uh, it's uh, Pagar o Pato, or is it Pajar? Uh, P a g a r. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Either pahar or pagar. I'm gonna say pahar. Probably. Oh, pato, to pay the duck. Is that to like? Is that to like give up? Uh, no. It's time to pay the duck. It's time to face the music, face the consequences. Um, no. So, let me let me think. Let me think. Who's had to pay the duck that I can? Um. Well, the ultimate duck paying is Jesus. Jesus had to pay the duck. Make a sacrifice. Um, yeah, but it's... To be yeah. resurrected. Someone is, is paying for something they shouldn't have to. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. it's to pay the duck. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, so they're, like, they're taking the, the hit, and they, they don't deserve to, uh, mm. to take it. Well, Jerry, I think that's... Like an, Jesus. I think that's uh, an interesting transition into our main topic for today. What is the transition, Chad? The the fact that uh, college is going to be forever changed, I think, mm. at least for a few years because of COVID. Well, I'll say this. I remember um, the first thing that came to my mind is I feel like I feel like maybe online schools will get a better a better rap. Mm-hmm. We we uh, the reason I thought of this was because you know I, I mentioned that I talked to my my cousin recently, and we were talking about some uh, old class or old teachers from high school, and one of them. He used to always brag about how he got a 4.0 uh, in, in business school, and, and people would be like, yeah, but I mean, it was from University of Phoenix, right. which it was, which is fine. 
but I, I <laughs> but I, but people would sort of make fun of him, you know, quietly about that. I, I, and and I feel like it is always kind of like a almost not a punchline, but not really. It's definitely not uh, most colleges that are only online aren't taken as seriously and i right. feel like that'll change a little bit because yeah i think now they might have some more legitimacy now that schools are switching over to that in a sense just temporarily at least i think uh, it's almost kind of like working from home you know right i think they'll start to see some of the benefits of it and try to incorporate it more and i hope uh and it won't have also a, it won't have a stigma to it right and i hope this will also lead to better practices overall because i think there are a lot of people who are not um don't have the skill set to teach online. I mean, I've taught German online. I've taught ESL online. Um, all I need to do now is teach guitar online, Jared, and I have the trifecta. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the that whole point... seems po- difficult, though. Right. Yeah, instruments are, I think, a little... You can do it, but it's a sure, little more sure. difficult, I think, personally. But anyways, um, I yeah, I think I agree, though, that there's going to be more legitimacy to online stuff. I hope it will also be more incorporated for some stuff that's not necessary anymore. Um, you know, I think we do so much lecture time, and I don't know if it's necessary. Well, you, what, you, instead they should record it and just like send it out like a podcast or they, something? They could, yeah. Or like a YouTube or video. video or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there is something, though, to, at least me personally, like I feel like I would not, like part, part of, especially as a young young kid that's still pretty uh irresponsible part of what gets me like actually going to these classes that i is that i have to physically be there you know right and i feel like not being there but then hey maybe it weeds out a lot of terrible students but maybe you also are there for better reasons Hmm. what i mean by that is you do better things in class instead of just doing boring lectures like what i think could you think of an example sure you can do Activities you can do games, discussions, debates, oh, oh. practice tests. If you're, you know, okay, all sorts of different stuff. So be more, be more interactive in in the classroom. But yeah, uh, you yeah, you, you seem very concerned that the awning's going to fully rip off. Yeah, I'm I'm watching it. I think it's okay. I, think I it's feel probably like, okay. I feel like it's pretty it's pretty sturdy. sturdy. Yeah, I think so. Um, that tree blocks a lot of the wind too. <laughs> I think we're okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, I agree with you. I, 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 I guess I agree with you. Um, but the thing is, do you see? Do you see like older people? Especially think about when you were in uh, in China. Do you think mm-hmm. do you see older people adopting that and finding that to be a useful w- way to use your time? You know. And I feel like you know I, I hate to pick on China because mm-hmm. I can imagine a lot of people here in my own you know USA that would that would have that you know feeling too. I think there's a lot of people all over the world that um, wouldn't be comfortable with some of that stuff. And you know everyone has their own philosophy and beliefs on education and how how they learn the best and. For some people, if using an online platform um, is too cumbersome, then maybe it's not the best way for them to learn. You, you know, if you can't operate Skype properly um, or if you can't, you know, type in a... I know it sounds silly, Jared, but if you can't type in a Word document properly, yeah. it's going to be a hindrance for you and probably sure. make it more frustrating. Sure. Um, so why not write it, you know? But I think there are still virtual ways we can do things, you know, in education that will benefit and hopefully maybe be more efficient and save time. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and you know, yeah, I, I, you could also make college cheaper, too. Yeah, I, I, I hope that will happen, but I doubt it. No, but I think I think in, I'd be interested. I wonder if in the short term now, I don't know what I'm talking about. Now, now I feel like I'm wrong, but I wonder if in the short term we'll see a slight decrease in tuitions because probably uh um, i'm sure like what do you um signing enrollment enrollment Enrollment. thank you oh yeah enrollment's dropped everywhere i'm pretty sure yeah Yeah. you know that's another thing that i was thinking speaking of enrollment dropping i think for a weird there's like a weird sort of segment of of the of the of people right now like at an interesting age between i don't know 17 to 20 Mm -hmm. that's uh, or maybe even 22 that now have um now maybe there's more of an there's like if if you were to I think about if I were to be applying for a job what I would want my resume to, to be like and 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 if there's gonna be maybe like a gap in a year on uh-huh. and through college right. I, like I'd be nervous like maybe I'd have to explain that maybe they'd ask about it mm-hmm. and maybe I didn't have a good answer maybe it's just I failed You're trying and I to find wanted yourself, to come back Jared, but I don't want to say on. that and so I think that for a small group of people to be like oh yeah there's a pandemic so I didn't go to college I, I you know I got right. a job for two years or whatever and then I. 
and then I went to college because I, first of all I don't want to go to that cesspool, mm-hmm. and then also you know I I need I needed money more than ever. Right. Yeah, I think that's a fair argument. I think, uh, and the the other problem too is that a lot of uh, educational institutions I think are um, not going to be willing to lower the prices. I hope they will. Yeah, probably but, not. But um, especially unless, like a, yeah, probably not. Especially unless there's like government places. help or something, yeah. Especially, well, private places, without a doubt, they won't. Um, well, interesting. Do you think maybe you'll add another layer of elitism to college because I, I there'll also be like the special, especially can dos that are that are going now. Right. It's it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I don't know. I wish we could take so much um, like uh, importance off of college. You know. Right. Well, it's also easy for us to say sitting here, you know, both of us with a bachelor's degree and me with master's, you know, but it's, um, I think college is important, but I don't think it's important for everybody. You know, I mean, for what I'm doing, I think I made the right choices. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people who, you know, studied certain things and, uh, didn't really know what they wanted to do. And look, when you're 18 years old, that's a big task to decide right then and there, I'm going to do this for my life. Yeah. Yeah. You sure, know. I think I, mean, I got it wrong. Right. I mean, and, and the whole fun of life is your path isn't just set in stone. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like you're 18 and then they come to you and say, okay, you're going to be a, you know, you're going to be a podcaster. Do you, <laughs> do you think that, now that gets me thinking, do you think we'll see a shift in, um, in majors? Probably. I think there will be a shift on certain majors. I think there... I've, I've away read, from doctors maybe i've well i've read there there could be an influx either really positively or really negatively because i think a lot of people do view healthcare workers now as as heroes as mm-hmm. as i think they should i mean they're putting their lives on the line uh putting their lives on the line for all of us um I, i'm not a healthcare worker i wouldn't there's no way i would do that i mean I, yeah I don't think I would be good at that, you know? Yeah, um, I don't have the disposition. Right. I ew, I don't like blood. I'd probably pass <laughs> out too many times. Um, but, yeah, so it's. I think it'll change that. I, I hope it will also make us value um, how interconnected we are globally with so many places because I think this pandemic has showed us, you mm-hmm. know, it's trapped. It's trapped foreign students going in or out of countries. Yeah. Um, you know, it's curtailed their graduations or their semesters or their internships. Their, hmm. you know. I'm trying to think of then what direction would we see majors going? Like where would people maybe be gravitating towards? Probably f- STEM fields. I think a lot of people. Yeah. So like science. Science. Technology, technology. Engineering and math. Yep. I would say some of that. Um, I, I, I wonder now, there's definitely, I feel like there's, corporations are not looking good right now. And I think um, people people don't. I mean, in general, people don't take them seriously. But I think people are like Amazon. I think has started. People don't take them seriously for one. And then, like you know, s- with seeing um, uh, like their response to like the pandemic, everyone has the same like, oh my god, times are tough. Buy your stuff, you know. Right. Oh, actually, <laughs> right. That's actually great. Um, <laughs> that is pretty good. <laughs> times are tough. Buy your stuff. stuff. <laughs> um, and, like they all have the same sort of generic message, and it's like mm-hmm. like people don't don't uh like like i don't know but but then i also see also with um with all these protests and stuff going on like a a lot of people promoting black businesses Mm -hmm. what i say to to all of this is i think there's going to be a bigger push towards like local economies i think that's great i hope so and i wonder what that i I wonder if that would push people into these business uh uh, degrees or away from them because you don't really need a business degree to start a business well see that's that's the thing you know when i had a talk with um Jason, our, our professor from Albion, uh, you know, a while back, uh, we gave him a shout out on the last episode. Um, he, we were talking about, this has really changed how I think a lot of people view education because it's, they're really, I think, weighing the cost more now than ever. Yes. You know, because it's like an education is a, you know, I still have plenty of debt I need to pay off, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's the sad truth for a lot of Americans, you know. And uh, and, peop- and I think that's a good point, too, because, I mean, people, yeah. um, what do we have to do? What should we do? We are bring this in if it starts to get windy. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Um, now I forgot what we were talking about. Uh, uh, we were talking about uh, education, the cost. Oh yeah, aware. yeah. Because I mean, people already do live. Um, you know, the uh, the a large majority of the U.S. lives paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. and um, when something like this happens, and and you know, you could lose a, a lot at, in in a very quick moment. I think it definitely starts putting it in perspective, right? 
Like, what am I spending my money on? Mm-hmm. How could I, you know, you start, you, the, the cost-benefit analysis changes a little bit and moves right. more towards finding a job quicker. Right. And I, and I have to say, uh, look for places where you can go and you can get funding. Either an employer can get you funding, you can yeah. work for the school. You know, I did that at MSU, and I do not regret it one, one bit. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, but... But you, is that easy? What do you, what do you mean get easy. funding? What does that mean? It means you apply for some type of uh, oh, grant assistantship or, or grant okay. or there's all sorts of stuff. You can be a uh, resident assistant, an RA, um, all sorts oh, of different yeah. stuff. Um, would you have chosen an RA? I mean, if that would have been the only way to I go that's fair, through yeah. grad that's school that free, then yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you have to. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I, I uh, Man, I wonder if... Um, you know, I've also seen a lot that this this uh, pandemic, you know, it really shows the like the the pay gap. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Where it's like the where it's like the disproportionate pay between like the rich and the poor, and and I think it's, yeah, the pay wage gap. Wage gap is it? Okay. Um, and how you know the people with the degrees now are the ones that seem to be faring the best because they are in the. In the in the in like the positions where you can work from home, that's an option, right? Or where, right. Um, you know, you're not a quote unquote essential worker, mm-hmm. um, which there's no shame in being one. Yes, but, but a lot it's of a the, different type of work. Know, we think about doctors and stuff, but a lot right. of the essential workers are are like the grocery, the non ed- like the, the quote unquote non educated, right? Um, you know, people or jobs, right? And they and they make significantly less. Yeah, I'm not saying they should make the same amount as a doctor because it's not the same amount of responsibility. Yeah, but I think they should. Everyone deserves a livable wage. Sure. I don't care how much education or how little. You deserve to be able to support yourself, your family, put a roof over your head, food on your uh, table, and clothes on your back. Yeah. It does show how, like, shaky this whole society is. Right. And how, yeah, a lot of those, like, roles that we really rely on really get the short end of the stick. Right. And it's like, this, yeah. could, this could break at any moment. Absolutely. We're starting to see a little bit of it. Or right. Not, so, yeah. I think, I think another thing, too, with higher education um, in terms of finding jobs is you have a whole network of people that, like, I didn't realize how, how much of a network can really help you with different things. Do you have, like, a, a network through your college? Through Albion or through hmm. MSU through, and through now different I guess, organizations, yeah. You know, I was in, like, a business program in college, and I mm-hmm. guess I, I could, ref- like, use them as a reference for stuff. But I, I feel like I, I don't feel like, like I have a... Uh, right? Yeah. I don't feel like I have a relationship with them, you know? Mm. But maybe that's also... That's partly on me, you know? It's on you, buddy. I don't no, donate, I first of all. Uh-oh. <laughs> so that's pro- probably has something to do with it. But, yeah, no. I, um... I mean, you do have, I mean, yeah, but I think that's another thing is especially in these times when in these unprecedented times when finding a job is hard, Mm -hmm. um, as many sort of, um, no matter what sort of field you're in, knowing the people is the way you're going to do and having as many sort of connections helps, especially for someone like you that is in the education field, having connections, not that you can just get a job at Albion or something, but But knowing people that know people always helps, and I think oh, for sure. a lot of that does come with uh, with education and stuff, too. But I think it also has to do with being active in the field and trying to better yourself in the field yeah. and all, all that good stuff, too. I mean, yeah. you know, I have people, I've had to ask for recommendation letters the last few weeks because I have been pretty actively mm-hmm. job hunting. It feels kind of relieved now that, I, you know, I have a contract and, you know, who knows what's going to happen, fingers crossed, yes. really hoping. Um but it's interesting how, I mean, that job, the job that I, you know, am hoping for in August, that was through a friend of mine. She sent me, I mean, it was an available link online. Sure. But it was through a friend of mine. She said, apply for this. And I applied for it and, uh, you know, heard back pretty quick. And here we are. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, especially uh, connections are everything. People use that. Have you ever used uh, your fraternity as a. I as haven't. A, I haven't okay. used Find Me Alpha or DTD. Yeah. P- it seems like people do that, but I don't, I don't understand that. I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea. Uh, I think, I think if the chapters are similar in I just don't understand places. how that gives you any sort of like, how can you vouch for someone that you're in a fraternity with? It's like we have this sort of pretend, like people pretend that it's like this is some sort of professional organization, but then we all watch a movie and right. they're well, doing tech stands. I, I don't know if I would call it a professional organization, but I do think it's a good place to make those for like-minded people. I, sure. I think I think a lot of fraternities, if they really do 
believe in what their values as a fraternity are, I think they, in some essence, do get kind of like-minded people. You know, you, you hear about some fraternities on different campuses. Yeah, they all have opposite. Yeah. But I think if, if there are some fraternities, maybe there aren't, but if there are some that, you know, have a pretty similar, you know, type of um, brother, I mm-hmm. guess, in the fraternity, um, maybe you feel like, yeah, I could work with this person because we share similar values. I'll tell you this. As someone that wasn't, um, uh, like all, like all about joining a fraternity, like mm-hmm. I wasn't, it wasn't really in my plan. Um, when I first went to college, right. Uh, as, as someone, but I did join a fraternity mm-hmm. as, as someone like that. Like there are a lot of people that know before they're going to even go to college. Well, I want right. to join this one specifically. I, I didn't, I, yeah, I had really no idea shit. either. Um, but uh, for people like me, I bet you in the coming years they're definitely gonna think twice about uh, joining fraternities. Those places are, uh, or or I mean sororities, I guess the ones where people live together. Mm-hmm. Those places, at least the fraternities, are disgusting. They're and they are nasty. just like breeding grounds for uh, for sickness. Right. And not. Inc- but I think dormitories in general. That's true. Are pretty. That's true. Pretty bad. Ooh, I wonder if there's gonna. I wonder if there's gonna see, be some sort of. Uh, Surgeons and off, uh, like especially like at our school that doesn't mm-hmm. really do much off-campus living. Right. I wonder if maybe we could see people springing for that. Like I don't want to s- stay I, in these cesspool I dorms. Would, I would assume that some places might open up like a have like a hotel or something where if if infections are a big deal, they would quarantine hmm. people there or something. I don't think it's going to come to that. I hope not either. But, I don't um, think it's going to come to that. Let's hope not. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, it's it's going to be interesting to see though how how they how they plan to do everything with the dorms and and getting all the students back uh, come the fall, uh, and and I'm really really curious to see what's going to happen. Right? I mean, will we, will we see students wearing face masks? Will they not? Hmm. You know how you know can you can't really feasibly social distance in a dorm or a dormitory. You know, if hmm. you've been into most of them, unless they have really big rooms. You know, I didn't even think about this. So we're, I guess we're just—I mean, I guess we're lucky that this is happening at the beginning of at, at the beginning of summer break. So we at least have, you know, about two to three Some months time to, to try to plan. To, but yeah, like, but is it is there is logically communal speaking, showers, man? Logic. Yeah, but can you get a? Is that a good place to get Rona? I wonder. I, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. If someone because you still have someone. your own, like you still have your own stall, right? And yeah. and 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 the uh, like the surfaces, at least the surfaces in the shower, are constantly getting sprayed down. And right. Although I remember, I remember in uh, all of the showers I had in there college, there were some nasty ones. You, you rem- I, I don't know about you, but like even if your butt would rub up against the wall, Ooh. you'd be like, oh, yeah, like, no, it sends a no. chill through your spine. It does. <laughs> oh man. Well, my I'm not going to say their names, but my yeah, my they, they were especially disgusting. Were, ooh, they were rough. especially disgusting. That was rough, man. <laughs> that was rough. Oh man! But hey, I had my own room though. Uh, that's true. You know, that's that was true. really nice. You know, it's actually funny that we're talking about this because we didn't, even, we haven't even mentioned the fact that our school had a mini pandemic in itself. When we were in that's college, true. there was a flu outbreak that closed our school down for a few days, for a couple of days, only a couple of days though. Yeah, how did that work? But you know, uh, <laughs> with, Rona, with Rona, it's been months. You know? <laughs> Granted, um, there's a lot less people, I guess, and we're contained. Right. But how did that work? I'm not sure. That's a yeah, good I question. remember. Did yeah, you get I, flu during that time? I, I don't think I did. I, I didn't remember. either. I didn't either. I've, I've been I've been pretty lucky to not not Bo- get sick. Both me and my roommate Brad did not get flu. Although we also lived with Guardo, he got flu, but he wasn't yep. supposed to be our roommate at the time, really. But he did live with us, so we told him to go back to where his actual room. Uh, we're like, listen, sicky, get out of here. <laughs> right. We had a great time. We had a great time, actually. <laughs> but, oh, uh, we're good buddies, but get out of here, sicky. <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah. Uh. It's it's, it's uh, people didn't even think twice about that, did they? Not really. Hmm. Why do we why do we not care about the flu? I wonder. Is this well, so I used think, to I, it? I think it's because the flu, yeah, is always always around and yeah. And, I mean, I think for college kids, the flu is not that deadly. I'm sure. Sure, I guess. You know, yeah. Um. Plus, plus we have flu shots now. That yeah. doesn't guarantee that you won't get it because right. it's a different strain. Um. You can still get sick, but. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how how they'll how will cafeterias function. You know how yeah. how will a lot of the just general day to day. I've heard For, some universities are trying to do like 
a smaller percentage of students per class. But then also, once again, for if you're thinking from an institutional standpoint, they're losing money. Yep. You know that they, they don't have as many students. Um, I remember our in our in our cafeteria there was a, a room that we called the the Keller. Mm-hmm. We called it, uh, and it had like TVs in there. And um, now, I'm, really now I'm wondering how gross those remotes were that were uh, that were Ooh, in those, yeah in there. Probably pretty nasty. Yeah. No, I bet you there will be. Uh, there, they, they will go hard on the on hand the cleaning. sanitizer. Yeah. No, no. See, I don't. I don't, don't even believe that they're going to go hard on the cleaning. Just the hand sanitizer. I feel like they're going to go hard on the hand sanitizer, almost as like some sort of look. See, we're trying right. to. Like, I feel like I. I worry though that like. Are there going to be adverse health effects to like using as much hand sanitizer as people are using now? Probably, because also you should really just be washing your hands. Right, but like, so then do you have a hand washing station before everyone walks in? Also, like, what do you what yeah, do you do? You know, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I imagine they will just put them in like all the classrooms and stuff for at a lot of schools. Right. I could totally see that, and then that's sort of being like it. Right, but I also feel like do kids care? Like, like I wonder if I the kids know. care. That's a good question. I wonder how concerned they are. Who's well, see, concerned that's, that's about the, the difficult thing as well, though, too, because for kids, I mean, there have been some kids who have gotten ill and I think even died. Sure, but but for I the mean, vast you know what I mean. Majority of kids, yeah, yeah are, are usually okay. Um, but I mean, and they, and they don't now. see, and I can't imagine kids being that concerned. I wonder if they're just gonna be like, oh no, I I, I want to go, you know, like college right. is fun. People want to yeah, go. Yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. Well, that's the other thing I worry about too is. All the social events in college, how are you going to do that? You can't do everything virtually. I mean, you can probably do yeah. some stuff virtually, but not everything. I think schools, I think schools, um, you know, a lot of schools have like a uh, some uh, online classes that you can take. But I think schools should try to figure out a more comprehensive online curriculum and make it um, make it. Like almost, you know, like how people go to like U of M Dearborn or U of M Flint. Mm-hmm. Like I went to U of M online. See now, I don't want to make it sound. Yeah, like I, when when I hear it, it kind of sound like I. It kind of sounds like a, like people people kind of say that like U of M Dearborn or Flint is sort of a downgrade. But I don't. But on your diploma, does it, I mean it just says U of M, doesn't it? Does it? I don't know. See, that's what I. Yeah, are people gonna like? Is I think it, a lot of those places. That's how they get the credibility. How could they you say? Sure. You know, because I know there are also like a lot of different institutions, U.S. institutions abroad in different countries, Japan, so you, China, But you Korea. can't say, you can't go into an <laughs> you, you can't yeah, go you into an interview. you could say I graduated from Arizona State because that's what it says in your diploma. So you can say I went to U of M? I think probably what you would say is I went to U of M via U of M. So, okay, so it is, this, so what you're saying is it but, is disingenuous but, well, the question to... question is do empl- how do employers feel about that? That's sure. the question. But, okay, but my question for you is mm-hmm. you'd say it would be disingenuous to just be like I went to U of M or I went to MSU if you went to like some... MSU in Mongolia. I don't, I don't know which one where MSUs would be, but right. if you went to like one of those satellite schools, right? Um, that's a, I, I'd probably just say yeah, I went to MSU in Mongolia, did it online. Okay. I mean, I think it's still most if it's a an accredited place. Sure. I don't think sure. It's, I mean, you're getting the degree, right? And maybe maybe also if you do it that way, you could. It, it it would be a way you keep mentioning Mongolia for some reason it got me thinking it could be a way for you to like live your life outside of just going to college so you're not just sitting there right you can work you can make money yeah yeah, yeah. you can yeah you that's can. appealing to a lot of people I think yeah makes sense hmm. I mean I've been thinking about doing a, a teaching certification program so I would be a licensed teacher how long what, what do you have to do to be do a that? nine month program Nine okay. month program. You have to go to classes and stuff. Online classes. It's all okay. all online except the student teaching. So you have to do, I think, a semester at like or a high a school or something or a middle right. school. And so hopefully, if this job works out in Shanghai, I would already be there. So kill two birds with one stone. Oh, okay. Wait. So the student teaching counts if it's not in the U.S. for your teacher certification. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. If, yeah, there's only a few programs that allow it, but okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, so if you do get this job, you're just gonna get your teaching certification. I'm then. thinking about it, yeah. Because you might as you know, it's might like as that, well. that point, you might as well. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm really scared. Not scared, but people have been whether it be family or Are they telling you get your MBA. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't I, I'm nervous. I knew this day would come, Jared. I haven't I haven't done homework or gone to school in so long. Right. I'm just nervous of my ability to do it, I and can, it seems hard as hell. I can tell you though, Jared, as my a te- just graduated, by the way, shout out. She oh. got her MBA from Ross. Oh, nice! Congrats. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know though, Jared. I can tell you, as someone who's a teacher and who's had to assign homework and grade homework, um, I think you could get back into the swing of things. Yeah. It, it, but online gives you a lot more flexibility, you know. Yeah. Because um, because when I looked into getting a teaching license. Um, 
I looked into a couple places like Eastern Michigan. They have a good education program. Um, but I would like that stigma to go away. I, I, I would like. I would too. I would like to be able to say go to uh, you know a great school like Harvard and be like oh I did it all online and that right. be just as impressive as just you know saying you went to Harvard period. Right. Well, and I think there's. I think if a university is you know, thinking about their cost, I think it's probably pretty low cost, you know, to have these online classes. Sure. You know, you're, you're, yeah. you're not using a classroom. Yeah, you're like paying for some web hosting or right. something. Or right, and and you're paying your, your professor and maybe your teaching assistants. Yeah, and, yeah, but you, tech people. you're not paying all the overhead of, uh, of right. maintaining a building. Right. Or you're better using it. Or, see, that's just why I don't see why... I, that's why I, I don't understand the stigma because I feel like a lot of these schools could have a whole other revenue stream they could. I'm just like, because I know, like, are there a lot of schools that offer like a full program? I, obviously, there are courses, but I think so. I think there are some full online programs. I would imagine. But from like schools, like big, like big schools, I think so. Like yeah. MSU, you I, could. I know. I know. I've seen online programs for I think Arizona and Arizona okay, State. Okay. Okay. Which I would say are legit universities. Sure. Um, sure. A couple other ones out of California. I don't remember. Um, so hmm. there's definitely some yeah. online programs. Okay. The other thing I don't get is why they don't offer um, education and licensing stuff through your work, you know. So say, so say you start working at GM or Ford or Chrysler or something, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you start on the factory line, but, you know, you're, you're smart, you're motivated, you want to move up, and maybe you want to pursue a, a, pursue a degree in engineering. Well, maybe there could be a way that they could somehow train you uh, and your yeah. work can cover it. You know what I mean? I like, think they... Oh, I wonder. Now, I know companies have stuff like that for people that are already right. in, like, um, you know, salary positions. Right. But what about preparatory? I know yeah. I know it's a big risk, I guess, financially speaking. But, sure. But the payoff, I guess, could be really good if you... You know, I mean... Keeping them in your company for longer yeah. probably helps, I right. would imagine. You build their skills and then... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it will be interesting to really see how this will shape things because I think one... Like finance-wise, it's going to change it a lot. I think, mm-hmm. um, just because who knows? You know, I know there are some schools that have already said they're not going to be opening up in the fall. Um, yeah. So you know, what does that mean? You know, there's so many jobs. There's so many people that would be. You know, a lot of these kids are. You know, maybe stranded at their parents' house. Um, you know, I'm. Oh yeah. I'm a little stranded. I mean, I love it here. I shouldn't say stranded. You know, I'm <laughs> very lucky and happy to be here. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of people get displaced when, mm-hmm. you know, their their job or, or college is abruptly ended or even in the in the fall. So um, it'll be interesting to see what will happen. Yeah, I'm trying to think of it some more. I wonder if we'll, uh, um, what other sort of majors we'll see. We'll probably see a boost in maybe like um, due to all of these protests and riots. I bet mm-hmm. you we'll see a, bo- a boost in like a social justice related or like probably tech stuff, e- various too. ethnic studies. Yeah, tech stuff. I think mm-hmm. will, will, the because it's even more important now than ever. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, mm-hmm. um, with all the you know all the technology we use on a daily basis, uh, and, yes. and it ha- has made life possible during all of this. And I think we'll make education continue to be possible during this. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, dude. Let's talk about our song. Let's let's do it. So our song today, uh, we've really been in the Brazilian Portuguese mood. Mm-hmm. We have, yeah. We got the untranslatables. We got the song, and our song today is by a group called Nova, and the song is called Wave, which is a cover by uh, the original was written by Antonio Carlos uh, Jobim. So tell us about it, Jared. Tell us about it. Well, first of all, I love the um, just the uh, the. I might put it on in the background. They the voice is so conducive to singing. Mm-hmm. It's 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 every like it all sounds I don't know just the way it flows is is great mm-hmm. and then I love the um let's listen let me listen to a little bit of it I'll, I'll say this though at least right now when I hear sort of the um the melody not that it's good or bad or anything but it's very like um very much what you'd expect when you'd hear what samba is that what you'd say yeah this I think is? so I think so so what do you think about it Chad. I think it's a great song. I love the uh, the chords, the guitar comping, sounds fantastic. It's what gives it that kind of laid back vibe, and the drums are fantastic. Okay. And like we were talking about before, Jared, uh, Brazilian Portuguese is just such a beautiful language to sing in. Yeah, it yeah, really is something. This else. is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just we just were doing some searching, and we've stumbled upon it, and it caught our fancy. Mm-hmm. What's it called again? Uh, the song is called uh, "Wave" by the group Nova. 
Uh, and I'm not sure where Nova is from. Um, I would, I mean, I don't speak Brazilian Portuguese, but her singing sounds great. I Do you know, know when the song came out? Does it say, uh, it probably says on the YouTube, but you're, uh, now you're looking it up. Here. Uh, May 12th, 2015. Okay. I, for some reason, I expected it to be older than that. Right. Let me see here. But yeah, it just has such a great uh, laid-back vibe to it. Um, good old samba. Yeah, Brazil. Oh, wait. Born in Brazil, made in Los Angeles. Okay. There you go. Born they're in Brazil, the, made in Los Angeles. They're on the big, trying to make something of themselves. Right. I'm yeah. sure they already have. But. but they're absolutely fantastic. So check it out on our YouTube channel, uh, Untranslatable Podcast, Song of the Pod Playlist. The group is Nova, and the song is called Wave. You'll definitely enjoy it. Pop this on while you're having a classy dinner with your uh, loved ones, and you'll definitely enjoy. Sweep them in your hands and dance with them slowly. That's right. As you uh, tell them you love them. Most definitely. Well, Jared, uh, I think we should recap today's episode. What a... what what have been the key points for today? You I think? love this. I love now. This is just put Jared on the spot. Yes. Tell us about the song. Tell us recap this whole episode. I don't even remember what the topic was. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, I think we need to stop shaming those that. I feel like there is a stigma to online college, yep. and I think we need to sort of lift that a little bit, especially in the light of pandemics. I think um, uh, we need to rethink. I'm mean, not rethink, but I, I wish. It just, I wish it made people st- take a step back and realize, I mean, I guess there's only so much you can do about dorms. Right. But even just me, who, something, someone who's lived in a fraternity, take a step back and and, be, and realize how gross that is. But how could we? We're all a bunch of children. We're a bunch of animals, That don't Jared. care. Yeah, we're a bunch we of animals. We don't have our mommies and daddies to clean us. Right. Um, but I, I think that um, we also, I, 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 there also will be a generation, you know, maybe a span of five to ten years of, of people that um, it won't be weird to say, oh, I, I took a year off from college, you know. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think people will really consider if they want to go to college now just because of everything uh, being so uncertain. I think a lot of people really value uh, yeah. They really value being able to go and have that experience on a campus and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see. But that's why I think it'll it'll push people to also maybe be more entrepreneurial, you know? Because I feel Probably. like it'll like it, as I said about me, it made me value my um, like like this has made me and I imagine a lot of other people value local economies more. Mm-hmm. So maybe less concerned about getting some sort of degree to just work at some you know big company, rather try right. to start some business in your own area or something like that which isn't a bad thing yeah or even people going to college closer to home now yeah could be very well could be i think this will also shape international teaching for a while yeah um you know we'll we'll see we'll just have to see what happens yeah. study abroad we didn't even talk mm-hmm. about study abroad oh that's true yeah that's, wonder, that's gonna be hit pretty hard i, I bet you that's been. like just next year i bet you there are, i wonder i don't know anything about it mm-hmm. but i wonder if just a bunch of programs are just like we're just not even gonna Worry or like, what's that so, one? Some might not. Yeah, some might stop. They might not continue. Maybe, which is a or shame. Or take a year off or something. Right. What's that one like the um, like college at sea? I don't know. You've never heard of that? Mm-mm. Oh, there's. It's like a study abroad thing where a bunch of students are on a boat for uh, and they go to different places and stuff. You've never heard of it? No. Wow. I, I think we might have talked about it actually. Maybe. A long I, I mean, time I don't ago. know a lot about it, but um, right. yeah, I've never heard of it. But I mean, that's a mix. That's a, a mix of the worst of both worlds: gross college students and, and uh, gross ships. Yeah. Perfect. Sign me up. (laughs) It looks like fun, though. I've seen pictures of it. It does look like a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but I think think people will hopefully value online education more. Uh, I think it will hopefully improve as well, uh, and we'll see what will happen in terms of how colleges and universities will be um, handling this come the fall. Yeah, dude. Uh, we'll have to do a recap, I guess, in yeah. the fall and see see what's happening. Yeah. Um, but it is now time. We have said that I will hopefully be going to Shanghai. And they do speak Mandarin there, um, but they also have a dialect, uh, Shanghai-nese. And uh, I'm going to tell you guys a new word of the pod today, which is, I'm going to play it first so I can hear the correct tones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any guesses yeah, for what yeah. that means? I don't think you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think that means? Yeah, yeah. College. Yeah, yeah means thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wait. So, so that's how they say thank you in. But usually they shisha. 
Shisha. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, mm-hmm. so I didn't realize the dialect would be this different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, I got all sorts of good words. Do you feel here? like Just you uh, waste a whole bunch of time trying to learn the Chinese before? Because it's like, oh, now this is a whole Not different really, Chinese. Because I didn't. I oh, sure you don't really learn much. Yeah. I don't mean to say waste time anyway. I meant like, oh man, I got to start over. But right. you, I mean, you didn't really. Right. You're still. Yeah, but I think I think it'll still help. I mean, the concept of tones is similar. Sure. You know, it'll be new words. But what, like, for example, you you recognize certain characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember which they were, but I remember you saying certain characters you, you would you would recognize. Numbers, water. The do you think you would still water. you'd still recognize those when you go back, or yeah. the kind of yeah. okay? I think some of them, yeah. Okay, the common ones, yeah. Because I feel like I might forget. Right. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, I think there's actually a couple language learning apps that have Shanghaiese, Shanghainese. Oh, really? There. Yeah. I think. Oh, so. I, I didn't know it was that look. legit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it seems so. Um, I mean, it's. It's a huge city in China. You know, I'm sure they have a very widely spoken dialect, you know, people mm-hmm. who've been living there. Who knows? Hopefully I can learn more about it, Jared, and let, let you and everybody else know. So let us know what you think about what's going to happen with higher education come the fall and the future at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Slide into our DMs on Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one. Also check us out on Instagram for our clips, some songs, and some uh, pics of our adventures on Translatable Podcast. And lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yakuyame, which is gracias, shisha, and dosvidanya. Oh, hold on. I thought we, we had this whole thing about not being so quick. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's happened. Uh, by the way, this has been great. Yeah, this has been good. I love this. We could definitely, I could definitely get used to this. Mm-hmm. And I, obviously I haven't heard it in headphones, but I, I almost feel like the, uh, the birds and whatnot add some, a nice little bit of charm. Oh, for sure. Some ambiance. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like we don't even...